That's a that's such a cute song. I love that song. Yeah. Um our listeners just had a nice comparison of that that beautiful voice singing it and then I've got to come in with my not quite as talented and beautiful singing voice. It's kinda like that voice that we talked about like twenty minutes ago. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, if you compare it to the singer of that song, yeah, it's true. I've got I've got some fun facts for us this week about the anime of the week. Ooh, I like uh, fun facts. Yeah, we'll get to. Um, there's a a wealth of information on the anime out there on the interwebs. People do love this anime. Yeah, and I can't blame them. Um, but. I guess before that, we'll get into the flavor of the week. <laughs> uh, you were probably able to guess. Um, I asked Tyler earlier, and he was able to guess, you know, right off the bat, uh, what the flavor of the week this week. And of course, it's gonna be Dongo. <laughs> it's gonna be that's gonna be the flavor of the week. Now, if I really wanted to put you on the spot, I'd say what kind of Dongo. So, I mean, that's kind of what I was going to go into. What is a dongo? If you had asked me, uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, two weeks ago, that's probably what I would have said. (laughs) I looked at you like you're crazy and be like, what? A funny word? Dongo is a Japanese dumpling and sweet made from rice flour uh, related to mochi. It is often served with green tea. It's eaten year-round, but the different varieties are traditionally eaten in given seasons. Three to four dango are often served on a skewer. Um, a kebab. Yeah. There's uh, anko, commonly known as sweetened red bean paste, uh, while ingredients other than azuki are, azuki are used on rare occasions. Azuki is... Uh, oh, it's some sort of, it looks like some sort of bean thing, kind of, yeah, which makes sense. There's Chidango, green tea-flavored Dango. I bet that's good. Probably. 
let's see. We're going to have to try all these when we go to Japan. Yeah, right? There's Bokchan Dango. Um, it's Dango that has three colors. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> one, one is colored by red beans, the second by eggs, and the third by green tea. Beans are like a... a, a Kind of big thing, and I know they have the what, uh, the bean jam buns. It's like a bun with bean in it. I don't know. You can make all kinds of stuff out of beans. Uh, curry dango, coated in a chestnut paste. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, I like chestnuts. Chichi dango, slightly sweet, light treats usually eaten as a dessert. Uh, hanami dango, also has three colors. It's traditionally made during soccer viewing season, which I bet is awesome. Um, hence the uh, name Hanami. I, we, if when we go, we have to go during yeah. that time of year when the sakuras are blooming. Mm-hmm. Ah, so they have like sweet and salty ones. They have all kinds. Ah. Yeah, these we, look pretty good. We'll have to try them all. So to catch them all, try them all. Yeah. We went, they have uh, a restaurant down here. Uh, you already know about it because we ate there once, but it's called Sakura Japanese Sushi Buffet. And it's a sushi buffet slash hibachi bar. It, it's got all kinds of different kinds of sushi, and it's really good. And I went there today, and one thing I had there that I hadn't had before was a... Uh, what was it? It was like a, a fried sweet bun or something like that. Mm. Biscuit. It was like a, a, a fluffy biscuit that was like fried and coated with sugar. It was really good. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh? Did you have any sake? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I heard it wasn't that good. So, okay. Yeah, you didn't like it. Hmm. It was stronger than I thought it was, but I've gotten used to sake. Oh, check this out. There's a YouTube video, How to Make Dango Japanese Sweet Dumplings. You know, if you really think about it, it would be like putting, like, I don't know, if they're super sweet like that, maybe like putting, like, Twinkies onto a skewer and just eating them. (laughs) I'm not sure. Not sure how well that would go with sweet uh, with green tea, but it, maybe like a Twinkie, everything. <laughs> maybe like a Twinkie uh, filled with beans, perhaps. Still on my diet. Are we talking about dongos? Or are we talking about that sweet bun thing? I ate? Uh, I don't want to talk about any food. <laughs> Man, food I, I'll tell you enemy. what. You better not be on a diet if we ever go to Japan. Oh, God, no. We're going to spend, like, the whole time eating and sampling food. Or throwing up. I'm not sure what <laughs> So much good food. <laughs> we'll see how my stomach reacts to it. <laughs> Authentic Japanese food, I have a feeling, is much different than, like, the hibachi grill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's probably safe Safe to assume. We've had, we had a Jap- uh, Chinese... Chinese, Chinese, goddamn! I am out of it. I'm kind of sleep deprived. Uh, we had a Italian foreign exchange student when I was in high school. You remember that? Yeah, that's kind of Chinese. <laughs> Easy mistake. Not even close. 
he was Italian, and um, we made like spaghetti and lasagna and stuff like that for him before. And he's like, "This isn't like real Italian." Oh yeah, well yeah, of and, course. Like, real Italian's like way different. This is like American Italian food from the motherland. Mm. Mother and and Soviet Russia food eats you. <laughs> it's scary. They eat bears there. <laughs> Probably. Would you be surprised? Nope. I wouldn't I would. be surprised. <laughs> I would. Uh, I'd, if it was a Russian against a, a full-grown bear, my money would be on the Russian. <laughs> Probably. They're impossible to kill. Yep. Yep, they drink too much uh, vodka. They're just immune to pain. Unaffected by nuclear radiation. Mm-hmm. Tough sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Soviet Russia. Uh, ah. In my country. Dongo eat you. Oh no. <laughs> we fill Dongo with better blood. And it's still probably adorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why is it All so the adorable? way through. I don't know. It's disgusting and gruesome. <laughs> it's adorable. Um, uh, I'd, I'd watch it. Yeah. I won't watch it. No, I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> Some be someone being eaten alive, mm -hmm. terrible. Uh -huh. By a dongo, of... though. Uh, I don't, I probably still wouldn't watch. <laughs> I I'd change the channel. <laughs> uh, nah, nah. You you gotta you gotta face your fears, man. Face them up, right? Mm -mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, I uh, but. <laughs> Uh, facing my fears means experiencing, uh, you know, getting eaten alive, then. It's probably a fear you only face once in a lifetime, you know what I mean? <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Unless you're a zombie. Mm. Yeah, in that case, it's just all the time. <laughs> yep. So. Um, alright, well, uh, it's a Takimasu. Right. Yep. Yeah. We get to say it this week. Um, we have a yeah. we have a food. Is it Takamas? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to move on to the anime of the week, which you might have also been able to guess. I mean, I feel like so the song we're gonna play for him in the beginning mm -hmm. is pretty much it's got to be like a staple for this anime. Oh, you know it is. Yeah, it definitely will be for me anyway. Like. I will remember this anime more by the ending theme than the opening theme. Yeah. Which is yeah. why we are using the ending theme for the opening. Yep, because we liked it better. Yep. It makes you feel warm and fuzzy. It does. It um, almost makes you cry just on listening to it. Yeah, it does. There's parts later in the um, anime where it plays in the background. Like, mm. when those came up, I'd just, like, kind of phase out of reading the subtitles and paying attention to what's going on with the character and then just be sitting there like, Dango, Dango. <laughs> uh, so, should we maybe tell them the anime? Yeah, well, we, oh, we didn't, did we? No, no, we <laughs> haven't actually said it yet. So, the first ever Your Weekly Ramen, well, I guess I might not be able to say that, based off of a no, I definitely can't say this. 
first ever your weekly ramen based off a visual novel not true not even close <laughs> no um but it's like, it's so not even it it might be one of the, <laughs> I'm pretty sure half of our anime have probably been off of visual novels it might be one of the ones like that's Steinsgate. Have we done Science Gate? I guess we have. I'm it doesn't sure count, did, though, because it was in yeah. one of our first ten. Mm-hmm. Not canon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it, it's... it's We haven't done a lot that, that um, the visual novel is so much more well-known than the anime. I don't even know if I can say that, either, because this anime might have a pretty strong following. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it does. I think the sequel to it hasn't even bigger following though yeah oh have you read about the sequel no no the only thing i know about it is that it follows the like the story is um the main character's life after school like as an adult Mm. so it's got to be really like really kind of cool um uh, i don't want to know anything about it yet though yeah, like, that's as much can, as I want to know. Can, yeah, no, that's that's all I know. That's all I'll tell you. But can you imagine if they did something like that with uh, an anime like Sword Art Online? Maybe how cool that would be. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I mean, not. The theory is cool behind it, but Sword Art Online has been doing some stuff lately that's just like, come on, you can't capture the original series. Like, yeah, you know. But. Maybe- Maybe it'd be cooler if they did something like that with like Tokyo Ghoul, mm, where like yeah. Ken becomes a uh, a ghoul slash ghoul hunter hybrid or well, whatever. The thing about that like, though is that Tokyo Ghoul hasn't finished. Yeah, that's true. No. It'd know. be cool though. Would be cool. So should we tell them the name of? The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess the shoe's on the other foot this week, isn't it? <laughs> Um, I gotta give you shit for it, since you always give me shit for it. <laughs> the anime of the week this week is called Clannad. Mm-hmm. Spelled with two N's. Yep. And I've got a whole novel of the synopsis to read you guys <laughs> this week, so bear with me. Uh, okay. You mind if I jump into it? No, go for it, man. All you. One, two, three, four paragraphs worth. Okay. It better be good. Even though two of them are just a sentence. Oh, better two. be good. Tomoya Okazaki is a delinquent who finds life dull and believes he'll never amount to anything. Along with his friend, Senahora, he skips school and plans to waste his high school days away. Am I saying his friend's name right? Um, Senahora? Hold on, let me, let me look at it. Uh, Ara, Senahara. Yeah, I'll trust you. That's what it is phonetically Sunohara. anyway. Sunohara. Okay, cool. Uh, glad I cleared that up right off yeah. the bat. Sunohara. One day while walking to school, Tomoya passes a young girl muttering, muttering quietly to herself. Without warning, she exclaims, Anpan, a popular Japanese food, which catches Tomoya's attention. He soon discovers the girl's name is Nasagi Urukawa, and that she exclaims things like exclaims things she likes in order to motivate herself. Nasagi claims 
They are now friends, but Tomoyo walks away, passing the encounter off as nothing. They really could have taken more advantage of that uh, uh, that trait of hers, in my opinion. Did you, Just, like, have you watched the whole series? Um, I've gotten to episode uh, 18. Oh, so you're a lot farther than I have. I was going to say maybe they do. I don't know. Yeah, they might. I, I don't know. However, Tomoya finds he is noticing Nisaka, or, uh, Nagasi, Nag- Nagisa, 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 yeah, you're right. More and more around school. Eventually, he concedes and befriends her. Tomoya learns Nagisa has been held back a year due to severe illness and that her dream is to revive the school's drama club. Claiming he has nothing better to do, he decides to help her achieve his goal along with the help of four other girls. As Tomoya spends more time with the girls, he learns more about them and their problems. As he attempts to help each girl overcome her respective obstacle, he begins to realize life isn't as dull as he once thought. Okay. Say that again. <laughs> so there you go. If if you're feeling life's pretty dull, try branching out and and uh working with cute girls. Yeah. Yep, and 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 yeah, branch out a little bit, and and you're bound to found yourself just surrounded by cute girls who all kind of like you, mm. but not quite oh, enough to way. to really right. go after you. I wish life worked like that. Yeah, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Maybe it does. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we're the exceptions. <laughs> yeah, we're the black sheep of life. <laughs> So, yeah, that's the synopsis, and I guess that's kind of it. We mentioned that this is based off of a visual novel, which, you know, nothing really special there, but it's a very renowned visual novel. And just to uh, kind of give you a little taste of of the standing of this visual novel, they have it on Steam right now, mm-hmm. and it's like $50. Thank um, you. Compared to something like uh, Higurashi. Uh, which is five dollars. So if I see that on sale ever, it's bought. Clannad, yeah, yeah. It would be cool. What one thing that was cool when watching this, I had it in my mind. You know, it was always on my mind that it was based off of this visual novel, just because I've contemplated buying it so many times, mm-hmm. but I just can't bring myself to spend money. But if if you have that on your mind while you're watching it, you can kind of see. And you've never played the game before, you can kind of see, oh, maybe this is where, if you're playing the game, you get to make a choice. Right? I, and, and... I got that vibe so many times. I'm like, I, I know we've talked about this before, being a visual novel, but I never really thought about it while watching the series. But, like, a few episodes in, I'm like, man, this just screams visual novel. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Like, I can imagine playing this. Yeah, I imagine it would be a lot of fun, too. I don't know which one I would like more, though. The anime or the novel? Yeah. I don't know. I think... I feel like the novel would be more diverse and uh, easier to um, kind of dive into, though, because you're actually making choices and interacting. Mm-hmm. But the anime was really good, though. It was, it was, it was a great watch. Yes, it was. Oh, uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> Finished. One thing, well, I guess we'll get the, the generics out of the way. It's a 2007-2008 anime, um, 23 episodes, 
technically 22 in the last one. Uh, from what I've researched, is like a uh, a fan episode, like uh, just out there, not really pertaining to the story, stories. but yeah. Beach episode? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Usually, fan service episodes are like, let's go to the beach. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's a. It was animated by Kyoto Animation. They're pretty. Uh, a heavyweight name in the animation industry. It's a comedy, drama, romance, school, slice of life, and supernatural anime. The last one kind of threw me off at first, but okay. Yeah, it it does have slight supernatural kind of um, slight themes to it. Yeah, definitely slight. Mostly, what would it mostly be? Maybe drama. Uh, drama. There's a lot. School. Slice of life. There's yeah. a little bit of comedy. Later on, there's some funny arcs. It kind I of... definitely wouldn't classify it as pure comedy, though. It's probably more drama and uh, romance. Yeah. Yeah. At least I hope more romance. <laughs> yeah, me too. They're definitely pushing some characters certain ways. There are definite arcs to this, right? So the way the anime goes, and I imagine the way the game goes as well, is uh, Tomoya will stumble upon a another character, you know, typically female, and I'll get to know him, right? And then there's this buildup of him getting to know the character, and uh, a conflict is introduced, and then um, the arc kind of comes to a climax, right? And then the conflict is resolved and there's a at the end of every arc so far in my experience there's been a real like touching kind of feel good grab at your heart moment which kind of is like a good payoff for for watching that build up i've only really gotten through the first arc so far but yeah it was really like i knew it was coming and i was still like yeah that's pretty emotional yeah it does it gets pretty emotional. There's we can't really go into it too much because there's spoilers, but it's it's a lot of people will describe it to you as a emotional roller coaster, mm-hmm. um, which it definitely is. It's it's nice, right? If you're going in expecting like a super fast paced action anime, like Tokyo Ghoul, this isn't really your stuff. Even if you're going in expecting something like um, Toradora. You know, this mm-hmm. isn't even quite like that. It's kind of more... I don't know. It's pretty unique in that respect. Yeah. Right? It's kind of like... There's not a lot of like, animes where I can draw parallels to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you could maybe stretch it out a bit and find some slight parallels, but not, not a lot. Let's see. We can go to, on my anime list, we can go to the recommendations and see. There's Air. So, this came out as a visual novel, but it was preceded by, or the company that did it, did, like, two other ones that, like, they put a lot of focus into, and one of those was Air. So, that might be a little nah. something worth checking out. I've not heard about it. Nah. No? Have you watched nah. it? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It was... Weird. Very yeah. weird. Angel Beats is in the recommendations. I can kind of see that. They're both 
school centric for the most part. I loved Angel um, Beats. Yeah, it was Angel Beats had some feel good moments too, mm, which were nice. And some very Angel Beats was probably also a very emotional roller coaster. It was, and also like this anime, which we'll touch on later. Uh, it had great music. Mm, that's very true. And so uh, I can definitely see that parallel there. And there is Toradora in the recommended. Well. Yeah, I saw that too. I'm like, oops. Huh. Uh, maybe I spoke too soon. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Nah. And then fruit baskets. I've heard of that before. People, I guess, recommended that as well. Oh yeah, where do you see that under recommendations? It's data always. Gotcha. Yeah, but that's pretty much. I mean, the the formula for the plot, and then it's. It's a nice anime to watch when you want to be in like a relaxing kind of happy mm-hmm. happy mood. I watched it subbed. I watched it subbed on YouTube, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. yeah they had like a playlist of full episodes. Yeah, I saw that as well. Tyler on the other hand watched it dubbed. I was a trooper, man. Yeah. You want to tell him what what that was like? Uh it was tough. Some of the voice acting in English is very well done, but a lot of it's not. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, yeah. I'm a I'm a, a dub kind of guy myself, but even still, like, eh. yeah, I I I started out undubbed, and I I just couldn't get over uh, Sunohora's. Um, Sunohara's. <laughs> that's a tough name. Sunohara. What's his first name? Maybe that's easier. Yohei. Yohei. I couldn't get over Yohei's voice in English dubbed. Whoa, 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 whoa. You are not that familiar with him. You can't use his first <laughs> name. That's, that, that's disrespectful, man. That's a thing they get into in this anime, too. There's some play on... And I, I actually learned a little bit about how... Honorifics. Yeah, and how that all works, because there's a, a moment where two characters had, like, a little scene where they were calling each other by their first name for the first time. Yeah. They're very, you know, shy about it and blushing. And in our culture, you know, that's that's definitely not a big thing at all, but over there, I guess it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, well, considering that this, it's just kind of weird to call people by their last name here. Yeah. Unless you're like on a football team or some kind of sports, sports team. Yeah. It's a little more, Yeah. A little more acceptable, but uh for some reason, yeah. Or in the military. Military would do it too. Yeah. So, oh that's uh, true. That is a big thing. I see that with the ROTC kids here. Mm-hmm. With the yeah. military. But otherwise, yeah, first names. Wouldn't that be interesting though? Like, I feel like we are way too informal in this country. You think so? Yeah. Like, I like being informal, but I feel like it's, in the country of the United States, I feel like it's almost um, overused to the point where it's kind of like, I don't know, it's just not, it doesn't feel meaningful anymore. There's definitely a lot of... It's rare countries to see people formal than informal in the United States. Yeah, well, there are definitely there are definitely countries out there that are pretty informal as well. Mm-hmm. I'm looking up the voice actor that does 
Tsunahara's voice, the English one. Mm-hmm. And he's the main character in Dead Man Wonderland, his yeah. voice. Yeah. And I I hate I hate ragging on him like this because I imagine he's a nice guy, but that, that was really a turn off of that anime for me as well. He's actually a very popular and seasoned voice actor. I mean, like, he's been in a ton of stuff if you look at his... Uh, yeah, his list is pretty long. It is huge. I mean, not a lot of it's mainly supporting characters because, you know, who wants to listen to that voice as the main yeah. character? But, yeah. I'll tell you what. Sunahara's... Oh, uh, go ahead. Uh, Sunahara's character comes into play a little bit more in the later episodes, and there's a there's a good arc, uh, short, like uh, episodes fifteen, sixteen, where he he gets a little bit more involved, and that's probably one of my favorite little arcs so far that they've had. Is had some it had uh, some intense moments to it, which were pretty neat. This character is pretty... I guess we pretty much just already moved on to characters. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into <laughs> characters. Um, his character is unique because it's... he's He plays that, you know, annoying friend to the main character. But there's also a lot of moments where it's just like he has a lot of different layers to him. Like, oh, I didn't know he had that kind of side to him. Like, in one of the earlier episodes, like 8 or something like that, 7 or 8... He gets really emotional, and it's like, oh, I would not imagine him getting emotional. Yeah, the interaction with him and the main character, Tomoya, are... They they have some, like, back-and-forth banter, and they kind of play some pranks on each other, which are, which are fun to watch. Uh, I feel like it's more a, a, a unidirectional relationship, where <laughs> he's the one that gets pranks picked on, on yeah. him you know but I, not quite the other way around it is that's spot on exactly and there are parts in the anime uh, later on as well where like you kinda, i kind of felt bad for the guy it's like i, I kind of like this guy he's kind of fun and and he's getting the short end of the stick on some of these and yeah that's just because you know it's his best friend's the main character in this type of anime Mm-hmm. That that would suck in real life to have your best friend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind best of guy that's always that in the like, spotlight. Picks on you all the time. Yeah, and like he's always stealing the spotlight from you, and you're never noticed. You're always the sidecar guy. Here's kind of a fun fact for you, though. His Japanese voice actor mm-hmm. is the same voice actor that plays Jacuzzi in Bacano, Ooh. which means. Probably nothing to me because I watched the dubbed Bacano, mm. but I really liked Jacuzzi's English voice actor. You gotta watch the if you watch Bacano, you gotta watch it English dub. It's yeah. too perfect. So we'll talk about. I guess we mentioned the main character several times. Tomoya, he's kind of uh, uh, as far as looks go, your typical main character. He doesn't really. He has purple hair, but that's about the only distinguishing. And then this anime half the cast has purple hair. So I would say that sounds like you really <laughs> stand outish in anime, though. Yeah, but so I guess apparently brown hair is or blonde hair is. I mean, because his friend is blonde haired, and there's several gags where he gets picked on for his blonde hair, and it's like. Yeah, that's actually half, like, the population in the United States. Yeah. yeah. He's, he, he's, a, he's a cool guy, though, because he seems, uh, 
it seems like he he connects with people really easily, which is a nice nice trait to have. And he's always like looking out for his friends, which is good. It's kind of mm-hmm. cute when you see it in the in the anime. Uh, what else about his personality is really he? I don't want to go into too much spoilers about his family stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's uh, yeah. All this other stuff. It's kind of spoilers. I think the best thing about his character is he just plays off of other characters very well. Yeah, oh, that's that's something we can talk about. Yeah, he's he's fond of pulling, like, funny pranks on other characters. Not like, uh, not like Naruto painting the, painting <laughs> okay. the mountain faces kind of pranks, you know? But there's a... Well, for example, there's a character that likes to space out and like when she does this, uh, one time she's holding a juice box and he takes the juice box while she's like spacing out, not paying attention, and he puts the straw like up his upper nose and squeezes to to get her to come out of the uh, out of the daydreaming or whatever. He does that like twice? <laughs> the first does. time he like failed. Yeah, he didn't inhale it. So those are fun to watch, and he does. He later on he pranks. Uh, Sonohara, Sonohara, pretty good, which is kind of funny. Well, and I like that his character. So another thing about his character that I like is that even though he's surrounded by all these females and there's a lot of emotions going on, he's not afraid to like speak his mind. He's not like holding back just because it's like, oh, I'm trying to be nice to these females. Like if he thinks there's a stupid idea, he'll just come out and say like, that's a stupid idea. Yeah, that's true, and it's. It's not frustrating to see him around all these females either. I wasn't watching it thinking, "Oh, you're missing out on opportunities." He seems to kind of take life as a, at his own pace, you know. Right. I would say he's a little bit easygoing. Mm-hmm. Very, very much. So. The main female, uh, Nagasi, Nagisa, Nagisa. <laughs> Furukawa is what I'll call her because it's much easier for me to pronounce. Huh. I guess. We can talk about this in in animation, but uh, I want to mention it with her. All the female characters of this anime have very large eyes. Yeah, that's just the the style um, of a lot of those anime of this type, actually. Actually, when I was researching into doing us some cover art before we found that good artist, I got a book about drawing anime, and one of the things that they talked about was like, oh, in anime, there's about four different art styles for the eyes. You got realistic, semi-realistic, cartoonish, like normal anime, and then um, like totally huge, cutesy moe eyes. Yeah, moe is a good description. Yeah, Yeah, very moe. Moe. She's the, the main female character, and the first person that Tomoya meets in this anime she is actually a year older than all her classmates um, she, she got held back uh, I never really think about that though no especially because she's smaller than Toyoma who she's and, always around and her her personality Demeanor. yeah it's just not as I don't want to say she's immature but she's just not as mature as her other I yeah, say. like plain and timid. Yeah, I would I would say she's definitely not as mature as, as the others. Mm-hmm. What else can we say about her? She's, you know, you see more of her than any other 
of the female characters, so she grows on you. She's got a really great family. It's fun to see mm-hmm. her and her family's interactions. It's a, I don't know how typical it is in anime, but it's like, it's her who's kind of a, a little bit immature and and and, and cute, and then like she's got like a beautiful mom who's really friendly, and then a dad who's like still thinks he's a high schooler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she ends up being like the most mature out of her family. Yeah, yeah. There's that, but I think she has a lot of really cute lines and she's a cute yeah. character i like her is she her english voice actors is like one of the very few that i liked in the english dub yeah um i did like the two main character voices and i liked her voice she had a good voice yeah one of the very few what's dondery do you know hmm? oh what is a dondery with voices softer than the whisper of the wind and more cuteness than you can handle these sweethearts are characters sure to steal your heart. Okay, so the reason I bring that up is because she's in a uh, list of top ten Dondere girls in anime. I think that fits her. Like he says? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. She's I know pretty... what Yandere is. Yeah. Well, now you know what Dondere means, too. That is something that I did not know. The more you know. Yeah. Just going down the list here, then you have... Uh, Oh, Sakami Tomoyo. I didn't realize how close her name was to Tomoya's until just now. Yeah, it threw me <laughs> off in the uh, when I watched it. I was like, wait, wasn't that his name? No, 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 okay. She's She stands out more among the female protagonists in this anime, I think. She's more tomboyish. Mm-hmm. Right? She's good at fighting, which comes into comedy in the in the anime. Pretty entertaining, um, especially her interaction with Sinahora. It's pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, he is a glutton for punishment. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So she's she she's a transfer student to the school. So she comes into the school not really having any friends, and she meets Tomoya and his group, and they kind of mesh together. Like we said, she's tomboyish. She's not afraid to get in fights, kind of speak up for herself. She has gray hair. Me. Yeah, yeah. Kind of even in anime, that kind of stands out. Yeah, but I wouldn't say she's the only tomboy though. No, well, I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. I think Kyo is. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Kyo? She is also a tomboy. Yep, and an older sister. Mm-hmm. To another one of the characters. And she's Did the you one... Want more? I mean, I thought that you said a little bit. Well, okay. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> nah. Uh, I actually liked her and her sister a lot. Her sister, Rio. Yeah. Which, now that I'm looking at the spelling, it's kind of funny because they're just one letter off. Yeah, and their um, personalities couldn't be more different, really. No, I'm not... 100% sure, but I think they might actually be twins. I know they say mm. that Kyo is the older sister, but I feel like they're in the same class. Uh, maybe. Let, oh, look, it I gets their birthday. September 9th for Rio and for Kyo. Um, 
That's weird that they have these. Mm, some uh, people get, it's probably because September 9th, mom. they are twins. I thought so. I think they're twins, that, and just one's just the older of the twins. Wow, okay. I would not have guessed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I knew they, they say, they constantly say she's the older one, but they at one point said that the older sister was a class representative of like class 3E, while Rio is like class 3B, so that means they're in the same grade. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. But, like, one, Kyo is, like, very brash and very, like, it's a kind of tomboyish, where she, she's she got a deeper voice in the English dub, at least. I don't know about the Japanese dub. And a just little kinda, bit deeper. Yeah, harsher tone and kind of... She's definitely more aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got Ryo, who is, like, very soft and gentle and, like, timid, you know? Yeah, um, so so they kind of they're opposites. Yeah. So Rio's the class representative, right? Mm-hmm. So she's kind of uh, res- seen as responsible for the classmates, and and Tomoyo likes to come into class late, right? And just so you get a taste of how different their personalities are, uh, Rio comes up to him and she's like, "Oh, Tomoyo, I noticed you were late, and I was wondering if you're getting enough sleep, and maybe if you went to bed earlier, you might be able to." get to school on time and it'd be good for you and she's really gentle about it and then the door to the classroom flings open and and her sister comes rushing in and and like grabs him by the collar he's like are you giving my sister a hard time and like shakes him around yeah very different personalities but both really enjoyable to watch mm-hmm yeah, there's a lot. I think there's only one other. Oh, there's two other main characters. So we should, let's go over real quick. Okay. Um, so you got Fuka. Or Fuka. Fuka. <laughs> Fuka. Fuka. Fuku. Fuka. Fuka is Fuk from me. Uh, Fuk you. Uh, persona. Fuka. Ah, Fuka's hard because I don't want to give away a lot because her story is very. Spoilers. Yeah, and it's a it's a good arc. One yeah. you definitely don't want to spoil. It, it's it's one of like the first arc um, that ends at like episode ten ish. But her character is also kind of uh, shy at first and very quiet. But uh, the main character Tomoya uh, sees her with um, like a carving knife and carving up some wood, doing some um, whittling. And uh, notices that she, like, hurts herself. And he goes over and he's like, you know, this is a dull blade. You're going to hurt yourself. I'm going to keep this from you for a while. And then she just kind of gets really energetic and like, get that back, get that back, you know. And she really starts to come out, out of her shell after meeting Tomoya. And I like her much better when she comes out of her shell. Yeah. And, and she's the character that Nathan said earlier about um, she dazes. She gets... Uh, you know, zones out a lot. Yep. And she's a first-year student, so she's the youngest of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Hitomi, who is this uh, genius student. She's she's uh, she she's antisocial, not like a mean antisocial, but just like a she's antisocial because everybody's always been, I guess, intimidated to talk to her because she's so smart or something. And she 
she ignores them pretty yeah. much. You have yeah, to approach her a special way to get her attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's like this this genius and and antisocial, and uh, that is like the second arc that I'm getting into now is where he is trying to help her get out of her shell. Yeah, and, that's uh, a pretty good arc. That reviews that reveals some some deeper stuff once you get into it too, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yep. Since she has uh, long purple hair, like. Most of the other characters, she's distinguished by two uh, accessories she keeps in her hair. To yeah, she goes like out. by pigtails. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of purple hair in this anime. There's, but there's well, I think a... hers is more dark blue than purple, but like it's close enough. Yeah, there's a a wide diversity, as you can tell from us reading the characters of personalities, though, mm-hmm. which is. Well, it keeps things interesting. I know what you want to see. Yeah. In an anime like this. Yeah. So, but yeah, the characters are definitely... With an anime like this, you know the characters have got to be good because that's what this anime relies on. Yeah, there's really no action or not a whole lot of plot. I mean, there's plot in each arc, but it's not... It's yeah, not they, like Noragami plot, you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, the the arcs themselves have like a good story to them but yeah so should we go on to animation then are there other characters you want to touch on those are pretty much the main ones yeah yeah we'll just stop at the main ones because with an anime like this there's all kinds of characters yeah so we'll stop at that yeah no let's go on to animation so like we mentioned earlier it's kind of that moe style animation it's like what what can we do to these female characters to make them look as cute as possible and they do it yeah it was it was nice it's nice watching these moe because it's like cute and you don't have a lot of fan service stuff getting in the way mm-hmm. um yeah not over sexualized or anything yeah even uh, even stuff with like chivalry of a failed knight right you had the main character's little sister and she was supposed to be like cute, but then they they had scenes where they put her in a bathing suit and they're trying to go a different direction with it. Mm-hmm. But this is very straight, straight, cute moe animation. Nothing really super standout-ish. I mean, no, I mean it, it's good animation, especially if you consider it from two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Yeah. So, but it's yeah, it's nothing like. I mean. You gotta judge it for what it is, though. I mean, yeah, for that time period, it's really good. Well, not only that, for like the genre it is, because it's not like there's. Oh, sorry about that. There's not, you know, action scenes to to animate really beautifully or anything like that. You know, there's just, you know, slice of life stuff. Yeah. Well, let's see. What's some other stuff that this animation studio who did that Kyoto animation has done? That we would know they did Inuisha, Inuasha, mm-hmm. uh, 2000, so that was earlier than this. Inuasha was a good series, though. Yeah, it was. Uh, Full Metal Panic, that's a pretty popular also one. A good series. Yeah, you watched that? Mm-hmm. I've not watched it. Let's see. Yeah, I, well, I think those are some of the big ones. I see a lot of K on. I've not heard about that one, though. I've been thinking about looking into it. Yeah. So. Should we yeah. move on to the last topic? Mm, last topic's one of my favorites, always. 
Yeah. Especially um, in this case. In this case, it was great. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the music and just the sounds were, were great. Even, uh, well, as we've already said, and as you already have heard, um, the ending theme is awesome. Um, I loved the ending theme. It fit this anime it's so well. I mean, it was, it was made for this anime. Because there is not actually like a big Dongo family in Japan. Well, there is now because of this anime, but it's not like that was a thing. The opening theme wasn't too bad. No. I, I, I didn't it, like it. Like, if you compare it to the ending theme, though. Yeah. Some interesting kind of anime or music tidbits before we really get into it. And the... I don't remember if I read if it was in the visual novel or the anime. I imagine it's the same either way. But each of the heroine main characters, each of the girl main characters, mm-hmm. has their own kind of theme music. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, which kind of plays during their arc. Yeah, it's right? also kind of a staple of a visual novel. Yeah, yep. And I might be wrong about this, and if I am, I'm probably going to get crucified. <laughs> but I think that the sagi is, is that... Is that uh, Dango kind of song? I believe you might be right. It might be Big Dango family, which is perfectly fine by me. Because yeah, like I said, that that ending song. I mean, it just it just encompasses the, the feel of the anime, in my opinion. Yeah, like one big happy family. Mm-hmm. Very very soft, touching, heartwarming kind of, but fun. You know. Yeah, and that was the background music, like, throughout the whole anime. Mm-hmm. And if you ask me, I'd say that throughout the anime, the background music was very present, right? It was very noticeable, just like yeah. in a visual novel, you know. Yeah, um, but it wasn't overpowering. No, it didn't take away from anything. Yeah. It complemented it, if anything else. Mm-hmm. It was, it was I, I liked listening to it. Um, oh, yeah. It, it, a lot of it, you know, didn't have lyrics of course because it's background noise which is great mm-hmm. but it had really good instrumentation and i think there were even some parts that were like really piano heavy yes yeah there's a few nice. very very good piano themes that came out of the anime or visual novel that i just love like they're on my youtube playlist one is of course a piano version of the big dongo family and another one is another one of the uh, emotional piano themes yeah yeah, so uh, really great music. It's it's almost kind of watching worth watching just for the music, but oh it's yeah, got a lot of other great redeeming qualities too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, music is awesome though, and yeah, like my problem with a lot of anime is that the music in the background is not loud enough to ever really hear. You almost tune it out. Yeah, but with an anime like this, they they pump the volume up a little bit. Not enough to be distracting, but enough that it really is noticeable and it fits the scenes very well. And I like it. Yep. Yeah, that's what a lot of anime should do. Yeah, okay. So it says here, uh, six of the characters have background music motifs, the five heroines, and y- Yukini. Or Yukine, however you say his name. What? Uh well maybe we haven't got to that character yet. Me uh Miyazawa. 
Maybe we haven't got to him yet. I don't know. Nasagi's theme is self-titled Nasagi. It's probably the Dango one. Keo's theme is That's Like a Wind. Tomi's theme is uh, Her Determination. Fuko's theme is, uh, of course, Hurry Starfish. Mm. And Yukini's theme, Y-U-K-I-N-E. I don't know if that E's hard or soft. Yukine. Theme is um, Tea Party in the Reference Room. Huh. That's funny. It's great music. Yeah. Should we go to the overall, son? Yeah, I'm ready if you were. It's already 56 minutes into it. Good thing yeah. we don't have a lot of news, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm just surprised that the puppy's as good as he is. Yeah. So we'll switch it up a little bit this week. We'll start with the easiest category uh, to give it overall, which is music. Mm. Music is a 10. Yeah, a solid 10, definitely, in my book no, as well. No question. It's just a 10. It would be a 10 at the ending theme alone. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's true. I'm glad that wasn't the only good music in it, though, because it, yeah, yeah. it really does have an impact on the anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, each of the character themes are, are also very, very well done. 10 out of 10. Same here, 10. What about characters? Hmm. 9 out of 10. I think I'd give them a 9 too. They're pretty adorable. Yeah. Um, and, and they interact with each other very well. Yeah. Yep. Uh, art style? Hmm. As well for what it is, so... 9. Yeah, I, I'd probably give it an 8. It's very moe. If... In my opinion, animation-wise, anyway, Moe's kind of uh, a little bit bland sometimes. Not that this is bland. All the characters are super cute. Yeah, it's okay. We've already established in canon that you're evil, so... Yeah, I mean, there you go. <laughs> evil uh, people don't like cute, right? It's it's our one weakness, really. <laughs> That's why no. Frankenstein was so ugly. <laughs> no, no, eight is eight is fair enough. I, I can I can see that. Uh, Not my opinion, but uh, I'll accept your opinion. <laughs> what about plot? Plot? Mm, I mean, I haven't gone through the series, but from what I've seen, I really like it. Um, and I know that there's going to be like an overall plot as well as these sub arcs, but. Having not really seen that yet, I'll say an eight and make a reservation to be able to change that after I've after I've seen the whole series. Okay. Let's see. I'm gonna you might think of me different for the differently for this, but I'm gonna be really nice with the plot and I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a ten, I think. Oh. Later on they get some some good story arcs. Yeah. Well, and uh, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm only um, I believe I finished up episode eleven or twelve before we started recording. Um, it's been a pretty busy week, so I didn't get to watch a lot. So, yeah, I haven't really watched anything but the first arc and just starting the second arc. So, I'll take your word for it, though. I I hope you're right. Well, I like the overall theme too. I like I like it's all about hey, get out there and and help people, you know, and good mm-hmm. things will happen. I like that. 
Yeah. Family is really emphasized too in this plot, which I I liked as well. Yeah, yeah, family is important in Japan. But uh, so yeah, so. So overall. Can, overall. Um, probably probably a solid nine. Yeah, I would agree with it. It's solid nine. Very very solid nine so far. Yeah. All right. Now Watch that it. yeah, I. I'd say it's worth a watch. And you know what this means, though, right? What? That in the future, we are going to have to watch After Story. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'll be touching. Because if you think this one's good, this one, just to show you how good After Story is, this one has an average score on my anime list of 8.37. Plan Ed has 8.37. Now, if you look at Planet After Story, the sequel to this series, it has an average rating of 9.1. Wow, okay. So that's nearly a point difference. Yeah. So... Oh, and by the way, real quick, looking at the, the After Story cover art, I just have a quick question. Does anything, since you're farther than I... Does anything get explained about the girl and her weird mechanical teddy bear thing? Oh, you know what? So far, no. Yeah, that's like a weird... It's a thing that keeps popping up yeah. at the beginning of certain episodes. It's only like a, a five, you know, maybe not even a five minute little thing at the beginning or sometimes end of each episode. Um, or not even each episode, but end of an episode. Where I just I don't know what it's about, and I'm really curious. Yeah. So it's a curious thing. Um, it makes you want to know. It is. I yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they develop that. Mm-hmm. I I have a uh, I have kind of a theory, and if it's a little bit spoiler, that's okay because that's my nature, right? I'm yep. entitled. Just just a warning for you guys if you don't want to possibly be spoiled. Skip ahead like uh, ten seconds or so, and then send Nate an e like a very <laughs> strongly angry... worded email. Yeah, that's fine. We never check our email anyway. <laughs> no, I'm joking. We check it all the time. Please email us. We'd love to hear from you guys. We would. Um, We're so lonely. In case you've forgotten, because we haven't mentioned it in in literally eons, mm. you can email at us. Email us if you ever want to talk to us at yourweeklyramen at gmail.com. Um, actually, I think it might just be weekly ramen. We should clarify that, shouldn't we? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe it's just weekly ramen. Okay. Weekly ramen at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, anyway, my, my kind of theory is that so to- Toyoma has been going around helping out all these people. My theory is that the last arc in this in this anime will be kind of those people coming together and helping Tomoya out with something. That would be pretty interesting. I'd like to see that. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, should we get into the news? Sure. Let us go. Would you like to go first or shall I? Um... I'll let you go first. All right, all right. Um, here's one I think you might be interested in. Caught my eye earlier, and we were talking about it earlier as well. 
not the article, but about this anime. <clears throat> Funimation's Bacano license to expire in February. Oh, is this Funimation. another license we're going to have to buy? Yeah. Hopefully enough, I already got my copy of Bacano. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would I would definitely buy a Bacano license. Like, That'd be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't believe that they would let it expire. Yeah. Um, Funimation Entertainment confirmed in a forum post on Monday that its home video streaming rights for the Bacano anime are expiring. A series will be removed from Funimation's streaming service, and the show's website will close on February 8th. Funimation released the series on four DVD singles in the first half of 2009 and released the complete box set in December of that year, and again in 2010 as part of its Viridian collection line. And the Plex of America released the series on a limited edition Blu-ray box set in 2011 and re-released it in a standard edition Blu-ray set in 2012. Fortunately, I only have the DVD version. I wish I had the Blu-ray version. It's still good. It, it's almost, you can almost convince yourself, oh, it's it's supposed to look a yeah, little bit lower quality. Because, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, so anybody who um, wants to buy a copy of Bacchano, do it now. Like, seriously, do it now. Because, <laughs> trust me, if this is like dark and black, you will not be able to find it. Yeah, oh man, wouldn't that be a shame? Because this is even better. Yeah. So, do it. Like, before February 8th, if you want it. 20 bucks on Amazon, I'm pretty sure. Oof, it's cheap. I might buy a copy. Well, I don't have anything to play it on. <laughs> Own it. I just, yeah, keep it for nostalgia's sake. Yeah, it, it's worth it. It is just... You'll have something eventually to play it on. Yeah. Hopefully. One of these days. Maybe one not, of these. Go ahead. And unfortunately, you won't, like, their streaming license for it is expiring as well, so it's not like you can find it stream, for streaming as easily. Really. Man. But, That's uh, crazy. Yep, 25 bucks. it looks like right now. 25 bucks. Amazon Prime. One of these Do days, it. I'll be able to stick a DVD in my head and play it in my mind. It's true. Maybe. Can't wait for that day. Um... Alright, your turn. Yeah, so here's an article by Crunchyroll. Japanese job offering site Townwork has posted a job advertisement for a part-time voice actor who can join who can join the voice recording sessions in Tokyo for an anime called I've Always Liked You Confessions uh, Confession Executive Committee. Hmm. The daily wages are 30,000 yen, about 254 U.S. dollars a day. That's not bad. Part-time. Mm -hmm. um, and transportation expenses to Tokyo will be paid separately. The average daily pay for rookie voice actors is around 15,000 yen. So half of that. It's going to be held in the end of February. No qualifications or experiences are required. If we lived in Japan, we could just do this. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? That would be so cool. That'd be our first step into the voice acting world. Um, my, my voice is not good enough to be a voice actor, though. I don't know. I think you got a pretty decent voice. I don't know. You got that lower key. Yeah, but you can just compare me to somebody like um, 
Mustang, you know, he's got a nice deep voice. <laughs> That's true. And his voice is pretty manly, pretty sexy. I think we can be sexy if we really put our minds to it. <laughs> uh, we just gotta though. start recording in the nude. Mm. No? It could be a <laughs> problem. Word? A little bit weird. The puppy likes to bite. Oh, no! He's teething right <laughs> now, so that could be a big problem. You haven't <laughs> told them you got a puppy yet. Everybody, Tyler has a puppy! Puppy! And uh, just to show how much of the anime nerd otaku I am, I named it something anime. I named it after one of my favorite main characters in an anime in the last few years. Yato. From Noragami. Yeah. I wonder if we would have had a response if we had said, but you guys can't guess what I named them. Tweet at us your answer and the winner will get something. Maybe we'll do something like that one of these days. Well, go get a dog and we'll do it. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not allowed to have a dog at the moment. Renting a house. Give it a few months. Yeah. yeah. So, you got anything else? Uh, let's see. Um, okay. This one kind of interested me. There is a MMO out there called Onigiri. Um, it is a fantasy MMO free to play. It's, it's on PlayStation, on PC. Um, I don't know if it's on Xbox. Probably if it's on PS, it's probably on Xbox. But I've never played it, but I've heard of it. But it's a, a Japanese game game developer, Cyberstep, um, is the one who developed it. Um, they announced on Wednesday that a television anime of its massively multiplayer role-playing game, Onigiri, has been greenlit. The anime will premiere on the Tokyo MX and BS Fuji channels in April. That could be interesting. Yeah, he kind of stole an article from me. I was going to do... Did I? Yeah, but I was only going to do that because I was going to play off the fact that it's uh, based off of a MMORPG mm. and yeah. World of Warcraft movies coming out. Mm, that's true. I can't wait for that. Yeah, that'll be uh, interesting. i got to find out when that is because if that's coming out when I'm down there, we got to go see it. Yeah, definitely. Um... So let's see. Let's see what other nude ar- news articles I have. Nude articles. <laughs> your, your mind, That's not man. what I'm looking up. What? Who said that? Oh, man. It's going to be just right after I leave. Oh, bummer. Probably. What? You can Probably. stay an extra day. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it would be an extra day. Because, uh, let's see. May? When are you graduating? May 7th. Oh, okay. Definitely going to be way after that. I thought it was late May, not early May. I gotcha, gotcha. Comes out on the 10th of June, so. Can't stay an extra month. My boss would probably kill me. Bummer. Alright, well, let's try this one. Yujo Sinke. Anime adaptation in the works. This is from Honey's Anime. Which, is, if it's not a website you guys are familiar with, you should definitely check it out. It's a nice little anime. They got, like, news and reviews and recommendations and whatnot. Um, I like how they do their news, though, because they have a little section titled What You Need to Know. And then it kind of goes into the article. It has been revealed that the 
wraparound cover of the fifth volume of the Gyojo Senke light novel series. The, an anime adaptation is in the works. Uh, the novel follows a young girl who happens to be an elite salary man on the inside and a dangerous, ruthless leader of the Imperial Army. Interesting. Mm. Unfortunately, very few details are known about the upcoming anime series, but uh, we'll be back with new information once it's released. Huh. Are you going to have an updated article? Maybe. It's, I mean, it seems like it's an anime with... on a cliffhanger right there, so... That's true. Much like some of the episodes in Clannad ended on yeah. very strong cliffhangers. Yeah, yeah, they did. This seems like a good article, or good anime with a, a strong female protagonist and interesting plot, though. You know, I feel like strong female protagonists are actually more common in anime than, than other Oh, yeah. I mean, cartoons I, and stuff like that. I couldn't tell you an American cartoon that has a female as a main character. Wonder Woman? Well, I don't know if that's yeah. Actually. Maybe Powerpuff Girls, but mm. but she's not. They're not women. Not that I watched that. <laughs> I mean, uh, they're right? little girls. What's wrong with you? <laughs> they're superheroes. They don't have hands. It's basically watching the Justice League. Not or even Batman. Close. Not even close. <laughs> You're gonna get murdered for saying that. Listen, they beat the devil on a regular basis. Yeah, the devil's kind of a drag queen, though, to be fair. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, you know, I don't really watch that show. I got that off of a, a YouTube channel called The Warp Zone. <laughs> don't give credit where credit's due. There you go. All right, well, I got one more. <clears throat> Fate? Queen? 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 I don't even know. I really don't. It's another one of those Fate series. Fate, okay. Cleed, Liner, Prisma, Leia, Tuwai. My god, did they just want people to, like, hate them for this title? <laughs> like, how confusing can we possibly make this? Oh, Let's give it our best. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna link this, I'm gonna, uh, uh, send this over to you real quick in the chat. And you see if you can pronounce that. Khalid? I don't know. Lead liner, Prisma, Ilya, 2Y. Wow. It is kind of just like someone took some uh, frustration out on the keyboard. Yeah, it? really. It just looks like, I want the day to be over. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sentai Filmworks announced on Wednesday that the English dub of that series that I'm not going to pronounce again, anime, has cast Kira Vincent Davis as Kuro. The rest of the cast from the first Fate Stay... Oh, goddammit. Fate... I, I started it, now I got to finish it. <laughs> Fate, Clanid, or Prisma, Ilya anime will return, though Tiffany Grant will replace Beth Larez as Sela. The second anime series based on Higur uh, Hiroshi Hirama's spinoff Manga will ship on DVD and Blu-ray on February tw uh, 2015. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's another Fate series, although this one looks way different than all the rest. 
weird. Hey, did you know that they're having the Olympics in Tokyo in 2020? Nice. That'd be an interesting excuse to go to Tokyo. I really want to go before then, though. Yeah. Yeah. 2020, that's such a, that's four years away. Don't you want to go before the four years? Yeah, I want to go tomorrow. Yeah, see? We'll <laughs> it's just tomorrow. not possible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can that be your graduation present to me? <laughs> <laughs> I only wish. You know, if I was a millionaire, I'd do it in a heartbeat. There you go. If you're a millionaire, we'd probably both be living over there. Uh, I don't know if I could live over there, though. No. Yeah, I'd be far away from family. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But the reason I I brought it up is because uh, does the word comicite mean anything to you? Comicon? Kind of. It's the largest manga and Daojin market, which I don't know what Daojin is. Daojin, I think, is like a. If I remember right, it's like a fan manga. Like a fan oh, okay. Manga. Working back up for. Go ahead. I'll yeah. look this up. Okay. Market that happens twice a year in Japan. Um, it showed up in countless anime. Number 90 is coming up in August. However, there are slight issues with the 2020 Olympics space in Tokyo as they're doing construction for it. And uh, the place they're doing construction is, I guess, usually where this Kamakite is held because it's the only place that can really hold that many people. Uh-huh. So they're testing out two new locations this summer to avoid hiccups in 2020 when this comic kit is going to take place. Um, one in Nagoya, which is dead center between Tokyo and Osaka. And it's the third largest city in all of Japan, known for its rich history. The second is Osaka, towards the center of the country, known for its fiery food and people with just as fiery personalities. <laughs> That sounds like Tarabara. <laughs> yeah. Ah, cool. The big Russian uh, Simon, I think. Yeah. Eh, he was a cool like character. Sushi. It's like super strength. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, uh, I gotta go watch Tarabara again sometime. Yeah, I gotta go back and finish it. <sighs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sometimes so I wonder why we're related. I mean, I don't know. Oh, that hurts. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, we are running pretty late, though, so we should maybe wrap it up. Unless right. you got anything else you want to add? Uh, no, just uh, watch the anime of the week. I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to let the dog out, and then I'm going to watch more episodes. Oh, there you go. It is good. Um, After... I feel like after I finished an anime like this, though, I would definitely be craving a uh, something like action packed, just because I like to have variety. Mm, um, variety is good. This is a great, great anime, though. Great variety feel good. Is healthy. Definitely. Oh yeah. Oh. All right. Well, that's my uh, signal to get off. Yeah, that's our sign off. Um, oh, poor right. little guy. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it was fun. Have a, have a delicious week. See you next time on your weekly ramen. All right. Is it Takimas? Jamacha. Sayonara.